Welcome to the Sign Radio Show. In this episode, we discuss making old things new again, what happened in the decade or so since the previous episode, the strange new demoscene world during the pandemic, and how to get your motivation back when it comes to being creative. Enjoy! Hello everybody and welcome back! To design radio show. I'm Aki. I'm here today with Axel and with Ziphoid for the first new episode of Design Radio Show since 2011. Hello. Hey, guy. If you might remember that about 10 years ago, me and Axel decided to do a little podcast in the early days of the podcast. We made a bunch of shows as MP3s on the Bitfellas website, produced Vincenzo did editing. Zoom did some logos and um, bit art did jingles for us, and it was a radio show with music, and we did a bunch of episodes of that, uh, which then stopped after the last revision because life got in the way. Um, isn't that right, Axel? Uh, we fell asleep, actually, and uh, we just got up again. And yeah, I mean, everyone had families and stuff and, and, and other things that came in, and uh, so when we got this message from Garge, like, wouldn't this be an option to resurrect this? I was like... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so Gargai reached out together with Gloom, uh, got Gloom involved, and he was like, hey, remember that Zion radio show you guys did? There never has been a proper podcast in the demo scene. There's all kinds of shows and all kinds of things that are happening and people doing their YouTube shows. I mean, there's PS with a show, but there's not like a podcast you can just podcasty podcast to. And they're also popular right now, as in case where like every middle-aged man has a podcast, which also for actually me was a reason to like, maybe let's do this again. Uh, so then we also uh, invited Ziphoid, who is here. Yes, I am. And and also one uh, one thing there, I think it was like five years ago, uh, I think you pinged me, Axel, about, so let's probably take up the, the uh, Zion podcast again, but it never happened. So, so it's it's good fun. And I, I also must stretch this thing, because um, for people who have been to the demo scene uh, events in the last 10 years or something like that, they've noticed that you, Aki, you're the uh, the voiceover guy in the sense of uh, voice voiceovering um, well the scene.org awards and and hosting a lot of uh, parties as well. Uh, these days, I happen to be the voiceover guy for Meteorix, <laughs> so I kind of took over the the torch at the last breakpoint to to do the scene.org awards. But I also, uh, since you have been hosting a gazillion parties, I also took over hosting of a party. Namely, evoked. If you recall that one, yes, I remember that very well because I remember that was the yeah the thing that I was hosting because I there was a time back in the day when one man was the voice of the demo scene, but then the worst happened and the challenger appeared and he had to fight for his life and lost. <laughs> so then um, the evoke guys came to me and were like, "Yeah, we kind of just don't want the yeah we, you're everywhere, so we Zephyr is going to host evoke." And and we hope you're not angry. And I was like, no, that's incredible because I'm doing way too much and I'm becoming that guy. <laughs> and I actually was talking to the underer when I was going to evoke by train on the Friday. And I was like, delay the opening ceremony until I'm there and then fire me on the stage and introduce the voice. <laughs> so he was yeah. like, that's a fantastic idea. So he delayed the opening ceremony for like two hours. Yep. I got on stage all cocky going like, oh yes, I'm so sorry I'm late, but I'm here now. And I was uh, sorry, Aki, Ponder came from the grandstand, like you're fired. <laughs> we have a better host. Yeah, it was really funny. But but what I, what I really wanted to go with this as well is that I'm not here to kick you out of this podcast. I'm just tagging along with you guys. I'm not taking over the podcast in that sense. We need someone to bring in some seriosity in here. So that's yeah, that's exactly. Fine. We need somebody that has experience, and and it's always it was excellent Aki, or as some people heard the the, the leader with excellent Aki, which is not true. <laughs> So we're now here, design show, coming from Design Disc Mag, yes. which had his last digital release in 2010? Probably some, something like that, yeah. 12, I don't know. It's been a long time. It's a different format now. We have different people on the team. We have Gargai as our producer. We have Gloom as our editor. Uh, and so, yeah, you can expect different things from us as well. Also, um, thanks actually to Critical for the visuals here now, uh, for the updated ones. So then thanks to that. Yes, Critical is doing the visuals, very uh, indeed. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a more timely format than the 
than the old mags that we released back then in digital format. So it's probably you can react to more timely matters uh, in a much shorter time frame instead of producing a mag for a year and then having a hiatus again for another year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so um, or actually like ten years now. Uh, so that's probably a better format to interact with um, with each other and bring in guests maybe sooner or later or. Yeah, so what we, as a quick thing, what we are now thinking of doing, so this is the first episode, what we want to do is like, indeed, a bit more thoughtful, a bigger picture. News happens all the time, there are websites and discords for people chatting, so a bit more deep divey, last personal sort of back in the day was me and Axel just bantering for a little bit and just having stories about me going to demo parties, so less of like the details, more just like time to talk about things with people that are interesting for the demo scene or is happening and uh, yeah, more in-depth conversations about. But also, yeah, people shouldn't worry that this is only going to be us uh, going through a, sort of a, a schedule of things like, yeah, we need to t cover these points. We will try to keep it like improvised as well because uh, I know for personal experience, two well-rehearsed uh, podcasts are seldom fun to listen to. Actually, yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be like some profound banter. Yeah, <laughs> between old friends. This is what we aim for. Sounds like a claim that we should use. Profound banter. <laughs> profound banter, and this is like hope to like entertain for to give you some insights, just have some chats, just like uh, listen to a bunch of like old farts talking about the demo scene. <laughs> And then hopefully not as much back in the daying, but more like, hey, what's going on? And hey, what are the things that are happening? And uh, just I'll, I'll call it now. As I said before, I was just told that uh, we would promise we were promised a show um, once every month back in the day. Actually, me, we never really did that. We did a bunch <laughs> of shows. Sometimes we did two a month. Sometimes we took months. But now we're gonna try once every month. Uh, at the end of the month, we'll we'll do a show. And the good thing about this now is that Gloom and, and Gargai will kick our asses if we don't. Yes. Yeah, we have, uh, indeed, we have too. two pretty serious people. That helps. <laughs> behind it, uh, that, that, that they were super enthusiastic about it. It actually made us super enthusiastic about doing it because, yeah, it was fun. So we pledged that we consistently release a year worth of episodes. That's uh, something that we want to sign up for. Yep. And we'd like your input on that, more about that later. Uh, so yeah, this is so welcome back. Basically, welcome back to Design Radio Show, which is still the name. And if I said that wrong for like seven times now, no, it's still called Design Radio Actually, Show. Actually, I had to check that what we did last time because it was a discussion <laughs> from the beginning because it comes from the word magazine, but scene is like not like if you just see that those four letters, you would pronounce it sign. And that's uh, basically when we made a decision to... Stick to the sign term. So now it's been a decade. Yeah. <laughs> so this show, we have to cover yeah. a decade worth of stuff that happened. <laughs> so let's start. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it was fun that indeed one of the last things we covered was revision had just started. We recovered some of the breakpoints and then the first revision had happened and it was a big deal. Breakpoint had ended after eight consecutive parties and then revision in 2011 was the first new easter party and it was kind of shaky and it was kind of new so now we've had 10 revisions in the yeah. last decade and you know what about that i still have not been at a re at revision you have not been at revision <laughs> i always bump yep. into you at evoke then i guess you yeah can, yeah mostly evoke because easter was yeah. not that easy with family and all that so but now like kids growing up it could be an option again so we'll see well it's still happening there <laughs> have now, been 10 revisions the, yeah. the 10th revision in in this year has been a weird year with covid as everybody said it's been such a weird year <laughs> which we'll also talk about later <laughs> the last revision was an online party but yet have yep. been 10 revisions it, it started in 2011 i think ziphoid were you involved at the Yes, I was. Um, At the first, yes, yeah. I was. I was actually. I built the website, uh, so I took care of that part as well as uh, hosting for Scenesat and and doing rev uh, revision TV kind of style. Uh, so so I've I've been involved organizing wise, well, for all of the revisions. However, I missed physically the last three, and then well, uh, was able to to actually participate last year. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's it's been a ride, and, and that that is also due to family things. Because I mean, my kids are old now. They, my daughter turned twenty eight, and my son or twenty seven, and my son is twenty five now. Uh, but I restarted, so I have a four year old as well. 
So, <laughs> well, to rejoin yeah. fatherhood. Yes. So, so that's you a will be doomed another ten years now not to go to parties. <laughs> kind of. So, so, no, I just bring him. <laughs> yeah. Seen as very kid friendly now in this day and age. I know. I know. It's, it's just a matter of, of timing wise. Really, that that's the biggest issue, and that's the one of the hurdles that we have to sort out. Um, well, with this podcast as well, when to record. And this has been a scheduling problem yeah. from the beginning. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> it will be interesting this this year. Now for this one, we were lucky because people are still under uh, New Year's break. Yeah. So we're doing this during the week. But we'll see. Yeah, it's, and that's also the thing that Demo Scene, certain parts of the Demo Scene definitely growing up. More kids, older kids that have joined the Demo Scene. Yeah, not mine. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> you're a bad fun. No, that's, that's nonsense. Of course, it's fine. Whatever they do, but we see lots of kids joining the demo scene through their parents now, and there's some groups that have members that are sons and daughters of demo seniors. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, so ten, ten, and indeed, Axel, you should check out Revision because it became a staple. It became a mainstay yeah, for every Easter. It was where everybody would go. It was absolutely coming home to this big scene family and the differences because Breakpoint was fantastic. And revision is very different, uh, but it has, after feeling just one thing that's a big difference, it has more space. It feels like it has more space to be yeah. at revision. So it's a lot of people and it's very intense. Every year I get overwhelmed about how I want to speak to everybody. <laughs> and I only have four days and I'm old now, so I want to go to bed. So, <laughs> so that's the thing is that it's, uh, yeah, so that has been going very strong. Uh, and it doesn't seem like, it seems like we had a, digital like revision online because of covid there will be a, a physical revision 2021 has also been told to become an online version there will be a physical revision if it's possible to actually celebrate that 20 years or the 10, 20 years 10 years <laughs> 20 years we're not that old so yeah so that happened that's uh, a lot of other parties are still there like going strong most of them actually i don't think actually yeah, i was thinking the same like the, yeah. there has not been many parties that disappeared right i mean they're still going a few Soul, souls Gogan was about to well do the final things i uh, i'm not sure how it ended up i mean yes it was an online hybrid kind of thing but did they promise to do some physical Bye-bye as well. I'm not sure about... I think Solskogen also didn't miss. They had physical presence because in yeah. Norway there were some rules that they were allowed local people on. Invite only. It was very, very strict control. Yeah. some people on location. Because uh, I know that Trusak was wrapping up Trusak because also the organizers had families and didn't really want to commit to that. But also they didn't get to do an online... They didn't get to do a physical version. did an online mixed asset compo with assembly. And I think they promised to do a physical yes. version to end Trusak. Yeah. So there will definitely be a Trusaka. Maybe that can happen this year. If I mean, yeah, later of the year, there's, there might be hope for that. Uh, but indeed, there is Evoke is still going. But I have to now name all the parties that are still yeah. going. This was a mistake, Hugo. <laughs> um, oh, that was my real name. Sorry, take two. That was a mistake, Oki. Because, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so from Evoke to Function to Outline to Addison to Data to Assembly to... Yeah, but that's actually really nice to see, right? I mean, you could you could argue that the um, I don't know decline of releases or anything would lead to lesser personal meetings, but I think that's probably rather on the increase than on the decrease, right? Or how do you experience that, Sifoid, from well, I mean, from being at many parties? Yeah, I mean, looking at at it, uh, people still want to go to parties. That's for sure. Uh, even though, yeah, the the amount of people involved in the demo scene are declining somehow. We we don't get that much new new blood into the scene, sadly. But I think that with the the digitalization, the the onlineifications of things, it makes it easier to actually mm. participate and to look in. And you can look at at the viewer counts for various parties these days. It's actually on the rise completely, increasing, right? Yeah, mm. uh, with Twitch, Twitch has become become sort of a demo scene hub kind of thing as well. With all its good and bad as well. When we did a test run on YouTube uh, for the video streaming, we, we test ran it for two hours, didn't play any commercial music, but YouTube uh, content ID detection detected in the back of the halls through our microphones some copyrighted music and completely shut off the, the stream. And this is partly what's happening uh, on Twitch these days as well. Okay. Um, so... It, it becomes an issue in in other aspects. Yeah, that's. The, but but I think it's it's open to to a wider audience today. Uh, so, with the onlineification, it becomes uh, easily accessible in another matter. 
Yeah, that's the one thing. I will talk about the COVID thing yeah. and about what happened in the demo scene last year more later. But for now, to bring up, like, indeed, it gave, it, with the horrible year that it was, it gave the opportunity to have IQ from San Francisco participate in the Shader Showdown at Revision Online. Yeah. Because he could do it from home. They had the whole Shader Showdown arranged, which was absolutely magical. Mm. Uh, shout outs to Havoc and Nusan and the whole crew for how they managed to get people from different countries real-time shader programming to a DJ that's also DJing from a different country yeah. and have that on a screen on Twitch and and having that happen and having IQ participate. And that was so fun. So it brings absolutely more opportunities. And I also have the feeling when we were doing Zine back in the day with smaller parties, I think there have been a bit more smaller. There have been new parties that started after we stopped Zine. There has been uh, Nordlicht. There has been Deadline. There has been uh, Inertia Demo Party came back <laughs> in a really fun way in Portugal. So there have been, yeah, it's, it's everybody always says the scene is dead and we're getting old. We're getting old. The scene is definitely not dead. There is way much stuff still happening and we have stats, yeah. which might also be focused on the last 10 years. So yeah, when we talked last time and Zine Revision 2011 happened, Hoffman had went to his first demo party in 16 years. <laughs> 10 years later, and Hoffman owns the demo scene. <laughs> somewhat, yeah. Right. In, in somewhat. I remember one revision where he had pretty much won every competition he participated in, and I kept yelling, Hoffman, just get off my fucking stage. <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough with this. So, yeah, a lot has happened. And uh, Pouet turned 20. Yeah. And we have a bunch of stats that they gathered. Yeah, to talk about productions that have been released over the last 20 years. So that's also the 10 years that uh, we have been gone are covered. And you can look on those stats uh, on, on Twitter as well. Uh, yeah, on uh, poet.net on Twitter has the whole... Uh, the whole the whole thread. Yeah, and looking at I mean, looking at 2010 and and upwards, it has actually been on the rise. It was just it's been on the uh, rise, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, mm. there was a dip between 2006 and 2010, and then in 2012, 11 and 12, it actually starts rising again. Yeah. Actually, I was also thinking that maybe ratings like the thumb ups or thumb downs, whatever, that would change over those tw- ten years. But actually, that didn't change that much as I would have expected because. I would have expected others to just watch it on YouTube or to watch it on, on a Discord link or to watch it wherever, Facebook, uh, but always ending up on a YouTube link. But people still go back to voting for, for a certain uh, demo. I have the feeling there's been a bit less traction on Pua, but not as much. And, there's, and I think the thump up them that is the, oh, how rigid and binary it is. It's still a way, there's been discussions about them, you know, how, is it the best way to give feedback to people? And I think if you want proper feedback, you don't really go to Pouet. Mm. There, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's there's, there's different uh, avenues now that the demo scene uses for feedback. There's a big demo scene Discord, which will absolutely link. And you should come and join because it's absolutely fun. I think it's the most official channel in the demo scene we now kind of have where every online demo party hosted their chat channels and voice channels in that Discord. And it's a big, there's a lot of people there. So there's a lot of, and there's Telegram groups and Facebook groups, so people are like congregating there. But I think Puet will always be the site where you can find the production, you can find the binary, and you can find information about it. And there's credits now, which were added in the last 10 years, and more information. Yeah, what I meant is that usually in the past you went there to watch the yeah. demo or to, to download or whatever, and, and now you find it on so many channels, like groups posting about it on, on, a, on a Facebook channel or uh, like in a chat. So you have a lot, the reach, um, um, the access, to get access to the demos is a lot broader than it was before, I think, uh, due to those channels. And, and that, I think, is, a, is an opportunity for, um, for reaching out to a newer audience also, a completely different audience. I think it's like it's said actually that you were like kind of you missed a bunch of demo stuff because of life where do you get your demo information that you do get from it's actually mostly about like demo scene channels in social media like i don't know facebook groups or um or discord lately i at discord i only discovered through the last revision basically <laughs> so <laughs> what oh whole new world <laughs> There's too many, most people, there's a lot of people actually realize that Discord existed when it was like, this is a tool that works. Yeah, actually, I was asking my son, like, do you know Discord? Yeah, of course. Like, okay, yeah, of course. good. <laughs> of course. <laughs> all, all the kids know. <laughs> They're all in there. Everybody has a Discord. Like, there was one point I was collecting so many Discords <laughs> in lockdown because everybody was chatting. And it's, it's a great platform to have chat and voice, and it does it really well. 
So I think, yeah, I think it's indeed your friends post their demos on Facebook, on Twitter, right. ask for, and I think for feedback as well, because that's the thing I miss about not being able to go to physical parties is chatting with people immediately after competitions and discussing productions and talking about like impact that it had. For the brainstorm group, we did the uh, chat with, on at the last revision, and it just felt like you know being there again, like at the old breakpoint. It was it was so much fun, and it was just completely unreal to to provide that kind of experience, even just through that app, basically. So that was pretty much fun. Hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I spent my whole weekend in uh, a sofa world from Pooh Brain, which we'll talk about <laughs> later as well. And uh, on Discord chatting and on the Pooh Brain Discord, chatting with the Pooh Brain people specifically, but also just a general Discord, hanging out with the drunken fins in the campfire voice chat channel, which was just literally when one guy started playing guitar, it was literally the same as happy conversation. <laughs> oh, that's great though. Um, what had ha what's happened to kind of fill people in? Because indeed Ziffoid has been to a lot of parties. He knows a bit better what's going on. I well, I've been doing uh, quite a bunch of parties, but uh, as I said, the last four years have been on the, on the down uh, side of things. But but when uh, well, I was going to add one thing for, uh, for the connectivity of things of the demo scene as well. We also have... Um, a bit more openness when it comes to actual uh, sharing of, of, of data. Uh, Demosu, for instance, they've been doing a hell of a job uh, collecting a lot of data. They, they don't have uh, ratings on, on Demosu, though, but they see well they, they are really really quick on putting up um, results. Uh, a lot of the editors uh, behind Demosu are actually online during the parties real-time entering data at, at all points <laughs> uh, shout out gas man shout out man yeah Sitting nasty gas man at evoke entering demo zoo results during the competition yeah. immediately adding all the production to demo zoo yeah, it's shout it's out really 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 great and and they're also very opening uh in uh connecting stuff together uh, with with other sites like poet has opened up the apis for them and back and forth and csdb even even though that might be a quite sluggish platform at times they also have an api that is really um things like that so so it, it, we actually the demo scene is actually accepting the the newer uh, world of of the internets as well when it comes to connectability and stuff i keep getting my account disconnected from uh, csdb because i'm not active enough on csdb <laughs> and it's like after a year and i made my first commodore 64 production at x last year Ooh. No, two years ago, because it's 2021 now. Yeah. And have a credit <laughs> on a demo, and I keep getting my account like deactivated because I'm not active enough. <laughs> we want to go back to C64, I promise, USDP. Please enable my account. <laughs> yeah. But, but absolutely, I think it's, uh, the communication ways are so much broader now. There are so many more ways you can chat to people. Also, too many. I have so many chat apps now that are people on Telegram, people on WhatsApp, people on Facebook, people on Twitter, on Discord. So where do you go? Yeah. Is it becoming too time-consuming, time-consuming, uh, time actually, also? Or how do you handle that? I like the Discord in that aspect of, like, it's a, like one more, like, it feels more... Like everybody is kind of there of showing up there now. Is it for revision? It was like, oh, this is the platform to be in, and and has good conversations and um, is actually very active. So it's very fun. But I have also indeed like I haven't really used Facebook in a while because I just don't like it that much anymore. Mm. I so I don't really and Twitter is just a mess. It's fun for there's a really bunch of good demo sceners to follow on Twitter and just like demo scene affiliate people that have really interesting feeds. Maybe we should at one point do a shout out list of like who to follow on Twitter for like a good experience. <laughs> we might prepare that for one episode. Yeah, we have to do that actually. Yeah. There's, so yeah, because there's a lot of people having really interesting threads talking about interesting things that happen and interesting innovations because there's still a lot of innovation in the demo scene. And people are actually sharing that innovation way better nowadays as well. I mean, look at the, the latest write-up from TBL after their Eon demo, for instance. Uh, basically a full site with blog entries uh, about exactly how they, they well, crammed the, the juice out of the Amiga in that sense. So, I mean, there, there are... Yeah, and a lot of similar examples, actually, and people are... Yeah, and there's a lot of... Let's talk about... Let's, let's keep it moving a little bit about 10 years. Let's talk about something that came up in the last 10 years. Actually, kind of came up in the last five years and has become predominantly big, I think, in a demo scene, also attracting new people, and that's the shader showdowns. Yes. I think... Uh, Axel, are you aware what shader showdowns are? That's a demo scene that well, has not been that active. It's about programming, uh, right? So <laughs> that's where I end. Okay. <laughs> 
No, but I, I'm, I don't follow these actually at all. So uh, except for the compos at, at uh, revision, etc. So. Yeah, let me give a quick introduction to you. So it it started like back in I think 2014 or 15. I'm don't, I'm not really sure. Every revision is when I think Gargai came. That Bonsai had a tool that you could do live shader show coding on a stage. It had two. You have like an input you could see the effect it was like this little tool that people could code a shader in and they could run it and you could show it on a big screen so basically you program effects in real time and you see them do it in a certain time frame right yeah in real time people get a simple tunnel shader as a start they get 25 minutes to program a shader it's on the screen and then people have to cheer uh for which one is the best and that wins right. and it goes through the next round and i called it at that time as the closest the demo scene will ever get to a rap battle <laughs> like it was literally on stage people showing off their skills and we did it to every vision and it was really fun it was like people were kind of like this is taking quite long because it was like four rounds which is two hours because it's 25 hours around and then you get like the semi-finals and then the finals and it was like a thing but it was like it was interesting people were watching and then we had people uh i was like kind of hosting but i know nothing about coding so i was kind of hyping but we then got uh chaos of farbrouch in the back of the hall explaining what's happening on screen he was explaining like what people are coding and how does this work and what are they doing right and it's incredible fun and it's 25 minutes programming making an effect and we saw new people arise from this that are now prominent names in the demo scene for sure like uh, musk musk was the the first two times in a row champion for the first two years. But then we had uh, LJ, uh, who in his first Shader Showdown kind of choked on stage, didn't do it, but then won and has been a big force in Shader Coding and 4Ks. And then a whole group of French people that just kind of took over the Shader Showdown. Flopine, for instance. She's been, yeah, she's been doing awesome stuff. Flopine. You've been rocking it with uh, Nusan. Uh, we have Evil. We have this big group of people. Like I've, I should call them Aula, but it's an inf- and also that group of people are very active on Twitch, doing shader coding every week on their personal channels, and this whole shader coding and that is a new kind of thing to the demo scene that's become really popular. And one uh, beginning as this experiment at Revision is one of the highlights now at Revision is watching this. Because it's super life, like it's people on stage, and you're on. I've sit, I've sat there as the host, seeing these people, and they bring their own keyboards because you're allowed to bring your own keyboard because okay. they switch settings and everything. And they sit down, and they're on the stage, looking at the crowd, and the crowd is all sitting and at one point cheering on, and you're just coding, and it's terrifying, <laughs> and it's so fun. And live DJs uh, all the time as well. And live DJs, yes. Sorry, I completely <laughs> forgot. So we have somebody's DJing a set. We had uh, Luguber. Uh, Ronnie, uh, Alkamar, big names and doing that at, at a lot of parties. But Hoffman every, as well. Yeah, at all parties. Dojo has been doing it, Bomba. Mm-hmm. People just... DJ, and then the sound from the DJ is... A, 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 you can use it in Bonsomatic to sync your effect to. So people can use it to actually make their effect dance on the music. But it's really fun. So actually, definitely next time you go to Revision, which you will, when it will be there in, in real life right. again, check it out because it's... Yeah, it, it just got really popular and also brought a lot of I have the feeling it's new blood to the demo scene yeah. that are interested about like the, the shader aspect of it the new technology and shader it. toy has been a good help as well uh, just to to test stuff out uh, I mean um, yeah. because you have uh, a lot of people are actually putting up their uh, well shader showdown results on shader toy afterwards as well just to here you can play yeah. around with it yourself yeah, which is open, Shader Toy, a fully open website where you can uh, see the code of the shader and mess with it in real time in your browser. Yeah. The future is absolutely now. <laughs> like, let's be let's be real. Like all that stuff works on your phone. Like to be fair, so <laughs> so yeah, that's good fun. So that happened in the last ten years, I think, uh, as a big good new. Um, thing what do you what do you guys in general think of the the online editions of of the parties i i mean i was pretty amazed by what revision turned out to be online only like last time I mean, there was a huge flow of releases now shall we shall we shall we move to the to the the last year and the COVID and the online demo parties sure as a subject yeah. did we cover yeah. the last 10 years probably not like probably <laughs> people can you can send us uh, questions and things you want to cover for the next uh, show uh, on, a, on the I'll call out the email is right now as well why not it's um uh, Zine Radio Show at gmail.com. Uh, Zine Radio Show with a Z uh, at gmail.com. And you can think the, the things that we missed will definitely go in depth to them as well. Yeah. 
but yeah, let's talk about your last year. A weird year where we couldn't go outside and couldn't do anything and demo parties had to change their setups. Yeah, but and to for for most uh positions it actually has worked rather well and 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 to be honest some have been really really successful i mean looking at the the bunch of the latest parties like phone data and uh that that thing uh, what was it called hogman something like that hogman I, yeah the new year's party yeah, yeah i mean lots of crazy stuff uh, is happening and, and it's uh it's good fun to to actually um i mean since i've been into the streaming thing and streaming from parties for for the last well 15 years almost now um it's uh, different. What, what we want to provide for SceneSat is to actually get you to feel like, hey, I'm part of the party in some way. Because otherwise, just putting up a video camera, pointing at the screen, and then don't do anything special for the people at home, that doesn't do much. Yeah, basically, you started out with this, right? I well, mean, you, you started, I mean, pretty much over you guys, you could feel at home what the party was like. Yeah. Right? So so that, that was something that uh, was really appreciated back in those days. And now, do you see that development from those days to, to now? Were you also part of organizing teams? I mean, I, I do like the fact that, that people do the extra stretch of getting people at home to actually feel uh, make them feel like they're a part of the party because uh, as i've seen as well there, there are quite a uh, have been quite a bit of parties who haven't had that just pointed this uh, camera at the screen and then let it be like that and that is well that that loses the the, the fun and with the online parties you need to do that because everyone is at home so yeah. so so that the, the focus changes and and that is a big change and and i do think that um, it is good in in some aspect because uh, when the the live parties are getting started again i think that people also will need to think about that more when, when organizing mm. because now it's kind of expected right no yeah yeah that's true i mean the only thing i, I miss is uh, when actually i get pulled away from the the microphone because i, I kind of get stuck behind the microphone when because it's so fun um um i i get to talk to people that's uh and just do chit chat and that's that's what i miss i mean this is the same thing that i miss with work now um i've been working from home since march and uh haven't met uh, a colleague since then uh, and that's quite boring <laughs> in in that aspect. Do you guys have numbers of of streams, like from revision, for example? How many streams we? I mean, the audience must be uh, exponentially bigger than. I think revision. I think we evoked top two thousand Twitch viewers at one point. Yeah. Um, the the the, the no vogue that they did i think uh, revision will revision as well yeah it was past 4000 at some point when when we ended yeah. up on on the front page of uh, the digital art section of twitch uh, so yeah. I mean, it, the numbers have constantly been increasing, and, and this this is also the thing that we see. I mean, uh, SceneSat as a as a regular uh, radio station is not really pulling any listeners these days. So, I mean, we have a steady thirty, forty, fifty listeners um, throughout the day. When we occasionally do a show, well, that number might rise a bit. But when we're doing a party, that kind of quadruples and and just ups uh way it too it yeah, up, yeah. It, it does mm. and and that is i mean that shows that people are looking for for um, actual content happening which is which is good fun and um this is what we need to um well keep spinning on and the, the big problem with twitch the, twitch is a good platform in the sense that hey it's easy to to tag along to but the big problem here, here is also that you get a sort of a saturation where to find stuff on twitch because uh, mm. yes you can follow things but it also gets kind of lost in in some aspects as well so um we tr we will try to do some sort of a, a twitch unifier this year um from a scene set point of view in that sense. But I'll, I'll get deeper into that during another uh, podcast at some point. Interesting. Yeah, actually, I think it's an important aspect to, to accompany the listener, right? I mean, or the, or the, whoever watches a stream, I mean, you, you cannot just let the stream run. You just need to, I mean, you need to add content to that, right? There's a whole, basically, uh, the commentaries or, or people talking to, having interviews, things like that. I mean, that's probably something that you, you need to do yeah, as a host of whatever streaming that you're running at the party, that you need to accompany them. Yeah, I remember that at every vision, because revision went online, and it was the big thing that people called out is where's truck? Because truck is always talking on the stream, explaining yeah. who everybody is. Right. Like we don't know who this person is because truck is not there, and I think that's what scenes that exactly does is context and bringing you into the party. And truck is incredible at it; just he knows everybody. Yeah. 
And as for me, it was because uh, yeah, if talk about revision, we should talk about Sofa World. Because uh, did you guys use Sofa World? I haven't actually. No. Too quickly. Have you done it, Axel? I don't know anything about it. <laughs> okay, so let me explain to you what it is. So when uh, revision was officially went online, uh, which was like a month and a half before the party was about to happen, it was still in a time that we didn't know how big COVID was going to be. Uh, Pooh Brian was like, this sucks. We should just make, like, as a joke, we should just make a digital revision and just, like, be there. It started with uh, Wootske Trang saying we should do it um, on uh, Second Life. Make the hall and just all be on Second Life. So he actually went to talk to Second Life, uh, like, hey, how does it work? And they wanted, like, yeah. He was like, it sounded like they wanted money and it just sucks. So let's just do it ourselves in Unity. <laughs> so they did that. They rebuilt the entire revision part of the location in Unity. They got an online library, uh, which could host up to a hundred people walking around. Okay. They built the whole party hall, the outside, everything was there with sound on cue when you walked around that would give you party noise. Uh, the whole area around it as well. They had, uh, as a joke, at one point I said, you should put a cardboard Oki in there, like from the last revision. That became uh, mini Okis you could hunt <laughs> and collect and but it was so true to life that when i beta tested it the day before and i walked into the hall it felt like i was there mm. okay and the whole party <laughs> people were on twitch on discord but running around in sofa world right uh dancing they had dance they had characters that could do dances they had the photo booth that you could make a screenshot <laughs> of photos it was very, and it was, as uh, I think nobody commented on Pooh, like, this is what Pooh Brain was built up to be <laughs> made for. This is what they're supposed to do, to, like, save revision in this way. <laughs> the only thing it missed was, like, a uh, point to chat. Like, if you walk up to somebody, you could talk to them. Mm -hmm. There was a chat box in it. Uh, but it was just being able to walk around. You could go walk past the, the swarma place. You could stand at the bonfire. You could stand on the. You could pee off the off the stage. You could <laughs> climb on the roof. So all the things that you always did. Yes, exactly. And people were like, "If we go to real revision, we have to just remember to not pee everywhere." <laughs> but now, now look it up on. There's some good YouTube videos of it as well. Uh, and but it absolutely enhanced the experience. And the screenshot on Puet is Sofa World winning the Wild Compo because they ended it in Wild Compo, <laughs> as seen from the big screen in Sofa World because they put a stream in on the big screen where you could watch the revision online stream. So you could be in the big main hall in Sofa World watching the stream. Right, that's meta. <laughs> so you could see the compos with your friends at standing there, and and, and it. It worked surprisingly well. And then they did it for Outline. They did it for um, Nova as well. They made Sofa Worlds for them, which also... And this is Pooh Brain, so it got out of hand. So for Outline, which is the Dutch demo party that's in this farm in a rural area in the Netherlands, uh, we were supposed to move locations for Outline, but because of COVID didn't work. So it was the last time in the previous location. Uh, and then I remember Tropical Traveler saying, like, yeah, I gave, like, Wooski uh, 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 Trank took the week off. And he, he started coding at night, and I woke up, and there was a racetrack <laughs> in Sofa World. So they made the party location, which is quite small, but then around it, you had to collect 25 Okies, you get a golf cart, and you could race all around the vicinity, and there were several racetracks, you could win bonus points. And it's just this insane dedication in making this experience for the party weekend. It was so fun. So I got my homework for next time, right? Yeah. But that was like, these things enhanced online demo parties incredibly. And it was like feeling like you were on Discord chatting with a bunch of people right. while you were running around in the hallway, in the hall. And and, and I think that, that the, the scene needed that as well, in, in the sense of lighting up the situation. Because, well, COVID has been a horrible situation for, for a lot of people uh, in all aspects. And, and as you said, um, the la last revision was cancelled uh, a month and a half before the event. Yeah. This time around, they've already said that there will not be uh, a physical revision uh, in 2021, which is definitely the responsible thing to do. Uh, especially with uh, such a huge size uh, sized hall and then the whole thing around it it's it's just uncontainable the international aspect yeah. and also the rules like there's still all kinds of traveling yeah. rules mm. um, and i'd say that i mean we will we'll wrestle with uh, with the covid situation basically this whole year uh before it, it starts to stabilize properly right uh, in my I'm expect yes absolutely so. i think for 
I mean, people are trying to do endeavors that might work locally for having some people to come together. But I think with all the countries still seeing now rising in cases and now just uh, vaccinating has just started, uh, if if there might be demo parties later in the year, when it's actually settled down and it's safe to have a demo party end of the year, I'd be really happy. Yeah. And I'm going to hug Ooh. the <laughs> fuck out of all y'all. <laughs> Because that's what I miss so much. <laughs> and and to be honest, I mean, um, if you if you basically look back um, towards um, back to all the parties that you've been to, how many of the parties? Since you're a hugger, I know that you're very huggable as well, okay. Um, <laughs> and I, I also when I drink, yeah, of I, course, I stopped drinking. <laughs> so who knows what happens now at a demo party? I don't know. <laughs> the big problem here is that uh, that. You do meet a lot of people from various walks of life in, in different situations. And I I rarely come back home after a party and not get one or two or three days of, of the demo party flu afterwards because of just the, the intake of, well, the bacterial flora. <laughs> it, was, it was famous. The breakpoint flu and the revision flu was famous that you've been around so many people in like... Easter, which is still kind of shitty weather, usually yeah. colder than you want it to be. You stay outside a bit too long. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was always, so that will be definitely different. And I think also the way we will, because I'm a hugger, like see, when I used to drink a lot, <laughs> I quit drinking, which is also a thing I never thought I'd do, but today that's COVID for you. Hmm. It makes you reflect to yourself as well oh. a little bit. Uh, don't say I'll never drink again, but for now it's treating me nicely. There's nowhere to go. All the pubs are closed in the Netherlands. So uh. for me, it's all fine anyway. Hmm. But yeah, I wonder, I think you'll see a different kind of approach to it as well. And I uh, I wonder how that will evolve. And I miss the bands and being around people and just, just chatting. And, and as you see, like walking outside and bumping into a person going like, fuck, I haven't seen you in like ages. How you been? Like, and now on Discord you get chats, but it's way more direct. It's, it's everybody's talking at the same time. It's loud. It's not really that subtle as meeting in real life. Yeah, which I find more exhausting as well. I found myself after revision where I bought a bunch of beer, locked myself up in my house, and just did revision for like four days. It felt like actual revision. <laughs> The only good thing was I didn't have to be in a bus for nine hours to go home afterwards. That was great. <laughs> I woke up on Monday and I was like, I'm done. I'm home. <laughs> I don't have to go home. But uh, it felt way more intense because you're on all the time. I was on Twitch on my PlayStation and then on Discord on my laptop and then Sofa World on my work laptop and then everything at the same time. And it's just really intense. Yeah, and, and that's that's part of um, of what what is a, a broadcasting situation as well. If you if you're broadcasting from a party like like I've done now a bunch of times, uh, the smaller parties are a bit more fun because that gives the possibility to chat a bit easier than revision. Because um, when it comes yeah. to revision, for instance, um, yeah, well, we do have a twenty four seven live stream that we try to man as much as possible. Uh, I mean, we have been um, luckily we've um, expanded the team, so it's not not only the us few who started it all but uh we have expanded a bit and got help from bombay and cgi and all, all a lot of people um which has helped but but you kind of are in the focus and as soon as you leave the the sort of uh well crew area there uh, then you have to take yourself quite far to actually well talk to someone or something and then you constantly bump into people at all points so, so you don't really get any sort of quality chat in that sense same, same sense like you can do on a smaller party so um, i really really miss the the, the smaller like 100 people party it's just yeah absolutely i always vision is exhausting for me i would because i wanted to talk to everybody yeah and i remember also getting i'm going to get beer and then side trail and come back four <laughs> hours later <laughs> Uh, and I actually, because I would feel really bad on the Sunday that it was just too overwhelming and I couldn't chat to everybody. So what I started doing is that I would go to people's like, it's awesome to see you here. I might not see you again, mm. this revision, but it's just awesome to have seen you. And that actually is really good because I try, I wanted to make like, are oh, we going to have definitely a good conversation? Uh, but you can't. So that's why indeed the smaller parties are great. And, and Evoke is famous for it. Outline is famous for it. I think all the small parties from Solskogen to Function to Trasak is a mess. <laughs> Wonderful for it. I miss it. I want to go to all of them. Because <laughs> yeah, what was your last demo party, Axel? Because you've been out of demos the most. So just asking. Uh, Evoke uh, probably sometime in, I don't know, 2014 or something. I think the last time I saw you was at Evoke then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, probably. Hmm, that's why. Yeah, so come back now when it happens, because indeed for the, the COVID and the online parties, did you participate in more parties last year? Uh, I did, well, basically just uh, participate really in, in uh, revision, and then I kind of sort of had a look at things, but I haven't really been that focused on it. And that's that's the sad part. I mean, with, with a big family, um, there's always stuff happening, so you can't really uh, tuck away. And, and yeah. the biggest problem for revision, actually, because I was part of the broadcasting crew, uh, as in, in uh, commenting and stuff, I was located, my, my desk was located in the hallway in the middle of our house. Because that was basically where I uh, had uh, had any point of sitting there. Uh, and that caused problems because I disturbed everyone and everyone disturbed me. <laughs> so it was like... Uh, yeah, I remember <laughs> having chats with you and then kids bumbling by and cats bumbling by and the whole thing just... But it's also COVID. Like, yeah. we're doing this the best we can. Like, what do you expect? Indeed. And I, but yeah, but did you not watch, like, a bunch of more streams? Because it was so much easier to... Oh, there's a demo party on. Let's just flick Twitch. Yeah, on. I probably did that as uh, a bit more, uh, but but it also comes with the, the problem that most of the stuff is happening evening wise, and with a four year old, you have kind of a, a, a wrestle time uh, anyway. And, and since he doesn't really want to go to bed too too early either, it's just well, uh, when that's done, then you have Mrs. Time, and I mean it's it's well, family life makes it complicated. It's all the time. <laughs> You can you can watch the streams back, yeah. right? But that, that's that's weird. Because Axel, have you watched some more demo parties on Twitch or? Well, actually, I was just wondering. I, I mean, for the whole online portion of of those demo parties, I mean, is there an issue funding wise? I mean, that you don't have entry fees and all. How does that work? Like, with I mean, you still have equal costs. It's all voluntarily, right? And there were some parties that actually had some kind of entrance fee to cover uh, streaming costs or having to be in an office or having to be somewhere that they had to put their equipment in. And um, I think there's only a few, I think most actually had this kind of like, you have to buy a five buck ticket to vote. Right, yeah. Because the voting goes all weird. Yeah. And there was some, I remember Outline having some charge to, to cover certain things, but most of it is just people that are, I can just do some streaming. And mm. it's the connecting and the coupling of the streams, what I hear is the most difficult thing to do. Yes, especially, be, I mean, now we're talking in a very, um, well, confined space with a special app to record this, and, and we can actually keep a quite decent uh, conversation. But when when you're located, like, like for instance, when we did commentary, uh, I was located in Stockholm, Sweden, we had truck in Finland we had other peoples in in well Germany and everything like that looking at a stream streamed from somewhere else and then synchronized and everything like that so uh, and to to be able to react to stuff in real time uh, makes it quite hard to actually have the low latency and know that everything was discord was a big help during revision by the way because we had communications there uh, all the time the server got boosted the fuck as well when we started for revision people said you can boost discord servers yeah. and then you get more bandwidth yeah. and people are like you have to pay for it and people are like okay fuck it boosting the, the tier 4 <laughs> the tier 3 the tier, we need this bandwidth <laughs> yeah so it, it was really really good help and and we actually used uh, the scenes that uh, streaming backend to manage everything so so we basically was were the connection point uh cgi did a, a really really good job in setting everything up so we had extreme low latency i think that we had like two seconds latency from the source to to any destination if we wanted yeah that gave us the possibility to actually have real-time commentary without like right. oh that that cube was cool five <laughs> well, 15 <laughs> seconds ago <laughs> <laughs> that was CGI. I remember that he was done. Uh, we were on Discord. He spent whole revision locked up in this finished bunker. Yeah. That was like literally connected to the backbone of the internet. <laughs> and he didn't go out for four days. And he ran all the streams. And they yeah. came from everywhere. Like Nusan hosting the, C the shaders from France, yeah. where the participants coming from there. And it was mental. Yeah. It was really like, uh, and he was just like, yeah, it was the same for me as every year. I was locked up in a small room for four days <laughs> doing, doing what I do, <laughs> eating pizza. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's the good thing with, with this situation is we, we've been forced to actually solve these things now. Uh, we've been forced to, to solve this in a better fashion than could be done. I mean, just seeing at the, um, um, nowadays, you can do online voting in real time as well through parties which is yeah. 
very nice. I mean, then you can actually have yeah. people participating. That will actually give the, um, well, the, the amount of votes up quite a bit compared to just at a party. It can also, uh, well, well, strike back in skew another, it. yeah, skew it. But, but still, I think it's a, a good situation. You have to make something positive out of the, the big negative. I know, absolutely, for people that, and for productions, I think it was a pretty big year for productions. There were a lot of demos made, a lot of, like, productions, demos, intros, 4K shaders, uh, people making more stuff because they're at home. Yeah. Uh, we're at home anyway, so we might as well make something. <laughs> Did you see your old friends, uh, Axel, make more stuff? Your old school demo scene people? Actually, yeah, we, we come. Yeah, actually, we, that was the reason we participated again because we could do it from uh, pretty much from yeah. home. Yeah? And uh, and yeah, actually, the the goal is to participate more again. No, actually, I love that. So that's actually the good thing that COVID brought us. Some people go like, "Fuck, we can do this from home." Yeah, we can. Yeah, this, you can participate again, and that's like you don't have to be there. And there's reasons why you cannot be there. And and yeah. even if you can't, you can find the time probably to arrange something to 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 produce something. And I think that is the big advantage. Yeah, now as well that because we cannot go anyway, we might as well make something. Nobody's there. Yeah, actually, I also started making music again. So, yeah, it's because you have to do something, and then I started making music again at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. You need to do something, right? Instead of just going out for walks. You started making music? Yeah. So you started making yeah, music yeah, for the I first did. time in uh, years, yeah. Axel? I bought Bitweek because uh, Xerxes was telling me that's the tool to buy. And, uh, and, uh, so I had to have someone teach me through it. And, uh, so yeah, I started working on that again, and that's it's fine. It's actually great to be awesome to be making music again because uh, it has not been happening like for fifteen years or so. I don't know. Yes, and because uh, I also heard that Zivoid also started yeah, making music I'm again. Just trying again, but that that's also part. Uh, I should invite you as well because um, we have a sort of a little compilation called the Sound of Scene Set. Uh, we're up to volume five so far. Um, it's. 370 tracks on the five volumes so far. Uh, so I've just sent out the invitations. You should have one, by the way, already, Aki, I hope. Uh, I for- have one. I'm thinking I, I kind of lost... Yeah, I, I'll, I'll try. I'll definitely try. <laughs> Good. Uh, but I didn't invite you, Axel, because you weren't making music, so I didn't have you on the list in that sense. But I I will do that. No, I will. Yeah, invite <laughs> Axel. And also, it's isn't, the the deadline, like, isn't the deadline like... Isn't the deadline like... This was signed in the show. But is it also the deadline? Isn't the deadline like in a uh, month or something? Yeah, a month like, and a half. Uh, the end of February. Yeah. The big problem there is that... Yeah. No, well, I mean... It's a good deadline for yeah. you, Axel. Axel, to make something. That, that's a big problem because I, I promised when, when I met up with Yogi Lilidal, the old um, maniac of Razor 911, uh, I met up with him at uh, Back in Time Live Bergen a year and a half ago now. I sadly promised him that I would be part of it and, and make music again. He said, oh, you need to make music. And when, when Yoga, the two-meter guy, says that you need to make music, then you make music. Yep. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> yeah. So I promised. And, and but it's good. The push, the push is good. Like yeah. it's, it's having, I did a bunch of, I lost my mojo completely in the beginning of the, the pandemic. Then I got it back and I did a bunch of tracks for a bunch of parties. Awesome. But the biggest, like, was at, I was chatting for At Party, which was in Boston mm-hmm. online. And it was three o'clock in Amsterdam in the afternoon, and um, Dr. Claw was already online because he was early. And I was like, "Oh, I should make a song." He's like, "Yeah, the deadline is at like nine o'clock tonight. You're not your night, so you have time enough." So I started <laughs> okay. drinking and made a song, <laughs> and I got really drunk because it was like the compo was at like four in the morning. <laughs> so I got absolutely ruined. But I did make a song in a few hours, and I was pretty happy with it. And it was just like, "Ah, oh, let's, let's just participate." I hung out in the Discord. People started waking up. I was just kind of messing around in Renoise because I'm still a tracker. I bought a Reaper and I used it for mashups and for Vaporwave stuff mm. uh, because that's just easier. And, but for the rest, I need my tricky, tricky notes. Mm. Um, but I really want to, because I have a bunch of stuff now, like uh, Sansa Scene Sad. Uh, I got a bunch of other requests to do stuff. So I really have to like pick up 2021, make music because it's good. It's good to be active again. <laughs> I mean, there there are some um, just to, to remember some some stuff because I've well been out there quite a lot um, out of it. Um, the last um, four data demos, you had a big 
co-op demo, I think it was five groups who cooperated with the, the Santas, they call themselves. A huge yeah, Commodore 64 demo. It was really, really good. Uh, that had also a problem. It's really, really good. And they had some problems, <laughs> speaking of copyright things, because there were covers of Last Christmas and all that stuff. So um, uh, when Sine was recording the SIDS to put up on YouTube, he got content ID struck a bunch of times to get them out there. So, but but uh, that's really, really great content uh, as well. And there were some really cool... Uh, yeah, have you seen that demo, Axel? Nope, I haven't. Oh, watch it. It's it's it's, it's really the C sixty four like a bunch of like C sixty four seniors literally like because uh, the C sixty four scene has been crazy active the last year. They were all home making demos. Yeah, and they did this Christmas demo that was like it was just really fun. Mm-hmm. Nothing groundbreaking, but it was just really fun and really well done. Yeah, and just this like. And I, have, I think my favorite productions are uh, productions that just kind of like give a bit of like f- creative warmth and fun, mm. uh, like the stuff that Cabby and Daria have been doing for Far Browse. They have done a bunch of really cool demos together that are just like giving that fun aspect of like we're at home, let's make something. Uh, I, I think I'm going to like my, my favorites are like Gas Man making the 12 days of Christmas with emojis. Yeah. That was just oh, th- that kind of stuff like... That was so good, and him doing the uh, actual version of Bad Apple, where he describes everything that happens on the screen in Bad Apple. <laughs> you know what Bad Apple is, Axel? Nope. Oh God, let's quickly explain Bad Apple. So Bad Apple is this. I think it's a music video, anime music video. Yes, it is. It's probably from something, but it's in black and white, so it compresses really well. Right. So it's been made for everything, and if you talk to truck about bad apple you get hours and hours of rants how it's not a demo because <laughs> it's an anime video that people crunch and play on everything so people have done it on all kinds of platforms um and uh it's a very catchy like anime japanese anime song and this is all kinds of stuff happening of witches flying around and gasman did a version where he sings along with the song but he's actually describing everything that happens on the screen okay and it's hilarious <laughs> he released it at um, Feel the fix, and it's absolutely worth the watch. And that's that. Those kind of productions. There was a lot of like C sixty four demos were off the roof. So many good productions came out this year yeah. uh, in all the compost. There were people making so many demos. So there's been so much good stuff. But those kind of like fun productions and people just, just coming together and making really cool stuff. Uh, oh yeah, for the uh, for Hogman A Limb Ninja made a great demo called Twenty Twenty. Which is them being at home, and uh, and as the ninja does them in this day and age, short and really sweet. Oh, cool. What I liked was um, I did like the way to root demo, and I was um, looking at the Bitbenders demo quite recently, the Laivitas or whatever it's pronounced, and that I liked it that one, that one really much. So that was a really great comeback because Nestnaus came back after years of not making a demo. Uh, at uh, Fieldfix, I think it was, with a fantastic demo over a spoken word performance, really good stuff. So there was all kinds of surprises that happened. And indeed, uh, IQ participating in the Shader Showdown. Uh, it, was the, it was a DJ Shader Showdown, but it was a DJ playing a revisional line and there were Shader Coders coding. But those kind of things were just like fantastic. Yeah, the year was, I think it was in four, how terrible it was for everybody. And pretty much everything that Virtual is doing, right? It's pretty much awesome. So yeah, <laughs> and that is I should talk about musicians and dude. Like I think we are all, I think we are all kind of similar musicians. It's like fuck around in in software, make songs for ourselves that make us giggle or make us happy, and then you have these people like in these like Virgil, Virgil and Hoffman, and there's like there's more of them that are like so good at what they do. Like little bitch, you're like I have to call out everybody now, <laughs> but that they're so good at what they do, and you just sit there frustrated, like. How in the fuck did you even <laughs> do this? Like, where does this even come from? Like, Virgil is fantastic mm. making themes, making like live motifs, making songs that actually are super mm. memorable for 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 Andrews. Like, it's fantastic. And also that in combination with actually having uh, the the ability to code mm. and and help out, like like Hoffman yeah. as well. I mean, the music for Eon, for instance, to go back to the, that one, it was as much of a, a programmatic wonder as it was a musical wonder in that sense, because the, the way they solved things were really, really not just in the music, but you needed to compose the music in a certain way to actually have it work with the technical solution. And the same goes with, with Virgil with Amiga Clang, where he generates instruments and pre, pre-calculates them. It's just amazing stuff. 
they, those are the people that you can get annoyed with. Like, hey, you can do everything. Why? <laughs> it's good quality. And it's, I mean, you've, you've seen Eon, right? Axel, you know about Eon. Yep, I have. Yeah, okay. No, just, that was the, I, sat, <laughs> I, sat next to, I sat during the compo, I sat next to Hoffman. And when that filtered break comes in, like, oh, come on. <laughs> just, but it was 700 kilobytes uh, that he streams uh, in, because uh, he had 400 or 500 kilobytes for the music or 250 kilobytes for the music and he streams 500. Read that read up. Yeah, I will. So, uh, so yeah, so I think yeah, lots of, lots of group productions and... Uh, I think we can say the design, the radio show is back because the demo scene is absolutely not done. So we're not done. I mean, I, I, I just uh, just the feeling of getting back with you guys again. It's been ages ago since since I spoke to you guys, especially met you. Yes, I spoke to yeah. a human. Same, <laughs> Same. for it. I wish I could touch you. I'm putting my hand on the laptop screen. And as I said, as, as I said in the chat before, like uh, I I don't think that I've spoken English in the last three weeks because I've been off from work as well. So it's it's been good to get that back in mind as well. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's now it's wonderful to talk to you guys. I can't wait to see what else we can do. And that's also we're going to cover a lot more. Uh, so yeah, so we're definitely. So this is the first episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We, uh, we we're still testing this out. Uh, we're going to make more. Is the plan. Uh, a, a, a more deeper dives to all kinds of topics interviews possibly let us know what you want us to do you can send us an email at zineradioshow at gmail.com we can have the discussion if it's zine or zin but it's z z z i n e radio show one word at gmail.com you can also send voice recordings if you want to be added into the show with questions send us questions send us things what you want to hear we'll take it in account we want to do this show also for you guys to listen to some fun banter about the demo scene this show was hosted by Oki, Excellence Zephoid, and was produced, mixed, and edited by Gloom and Gargai. Special thanks to Scene.org, Scenestat, and Bitfellas. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and give us a positive rating as well. You can find the Sign Radio Show on Scenestat as well as on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you again next time. This was Oki signing off the Sign Radio Show number 8 for the first time in about 11 years. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>